And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Happy Monday, everybody. How's everybody doing? Well, I guess we all saw how Game 1, or at least assumed, how Game 1 was probably going to turn out. Uh, Obviously, the Lightning dropped Game 1 in Stanley Cup Finals to the Dallas Stars, 4-1. Now we'll get into all of that. We'll recap the entire game, but first of all, Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast. This podcast is available wherever you could find podcasts. And go ahead to the Twitter page at LO underscore lightning and follow us on there as well. So you're up to date on when every episode is dropping. And if you don't have Twitter, all you got to do is turn on your notifications if you have a uh, podcast app. Because once you do that, you'll get the notification once a new episode drops. And of course, if you want to go follow me, go ahead to AP Danker, D-E-N-K-E-R. Uh, I tweet about hockey, sports, all that fun stuff. So moving on, let's let's discuss this game now. I think if you listened to my last episode, if you didn't already, go ahead and listen to it. Uh, I dropped it on Friday. We dropped it on Friday. Um, I was cautiously optimistic. You know, I felt that. The Lightning had good as good a chance as any to to win Game One if they had Braden Point. If they didn't have Braden Point, uh, I think that we would be talking about possibly an even worse score than four one. Possibly. Now I'm not saying this team uh, can't do really literally anything without Braden Point on the ice, but in the two games in which they missed. Uh, Braden Point, notably during those Islanders, that Islander series, uh, the two games they only lost in that series were without Braden Point. I think that you know the Lightning, they they've struggled just without him, just because of you know they a lot of their supporting players uh, haven't really been able to step up in those situations. Uh, but that wasn't the issue in this one. Uh, the one thing that was a huge contribution to them losing game one. And, you know, we'll get into it a little bit more going forward in the, in, in the episode. But really what it came down to was this team was gassed. Um, you know, I, I didn't really want to talk about it on the last episode because I felt like it was one of those things where you never know. You, you know, maybe playing on such short rest could be beneficial to a team, uh, especially the way they did when they won. Um Game six of you know the last series against the Islanders in o- OT, and sometimes teams, uh, regardless of if they're tired or not, no matter how much time they have off, are able to bring that momentum into the the following series. So it was I didn't say that just because I didn't think that it was that big of an issue. Well, it was a big issue in this one. Um, obviously, this Lightning team was gassed; they were tired. Uh, Dallas. Uh, is definitely one of the quickest teams Tampa has had to play during this playoff stretch. Um, and that coupled with them being tired uh, was just 
not a good recipe, not a good, not a good mix right at that point in time. Uh, I think that as we go on in the series, obviously the Lightning will, you know, show that they are the superior team because you know I think I still and I will hold this down until it's not a a an actual you know thing anymore. But the fact of the matter is that Tampa is one of the fastest skating teams in the NHL. Uh, they're they're a uh, rush kind of team where I think other than maybe that third line, uh, they really just rely on the rushes and the breakouts and all that to really uh, jumpstart their offense. So let's jump right into it in the first period. Uh, Stars get on the on the board early with a Joel Hanley goal. Uh, my issue with this, this wasn't so much on Vasilevsky. Now, we will discuss one goal in which... I think that maybe it was more more so on Vasilevsky than it was on on the rest of the team. But uh, Braden Point received the hit along the boards in which uh, Zach Bogosian went over to the player on Dallas who hit uh, Braden Point, thinking that it was probably a dirty hit. But if you go back, it really wasn't. It was he did everything by the book. But anyway, so he leaves Bogosian just leaves Joel Hanley by himself. Uh, allowing him to take a slap shot and and you know he he has a prime scoring chance right at the top of the slot and Dallas is off to a one nothing lead. Now I understand you want to step up for one of your best players there, but come on, you, you need to realize what situation you are in the game. Tampa's already aware probably at that point that they're tired. That you know Dallas came out right out of the gate showing who they were for the entire game, and that you know like I said they were a fast skating team who who was going to play defense first, but, you know, they weren't afraid to take some shots here and there. Now, obviously, the Lightning are the more active team shooting. Uh, throughout this game, the Lightning uh, outshot the Stars 36-20. to 20. So that shows you how kind of different these playing styles are. I, and I spoke about that on the previous episode on Friday, in which that was something that was going to be interesting to see about their contrasting styles, how one team favors offensive output more and then the other is more so kind of picking and choosing their spots and and really playing defense first and that's what these two teams are so and and that's definitely gonna maybe be the defining factor obviously going you know down the line in this series so yeah but in that situation that can't be happening um you know it's it's not very often that we talk about Zach Bogosian making a mistake uh at all, especially you know through this this whole playoff run, but that's just a situation where you, you need to realize what's going on. I mean, if you want to go up to that guy, maybe after the whistle has has blown or whatever the case may be, yeah, sure, go ahead, do that. But especially in that situation in which the stars have the puck in the zone, I don't, I don't that that was just not smart. Um, I mean, we spoke about the Lightning maybe doing too much in terms of trying to be physical throughout this playoffs. Some sometimes, I mean, in the in the last series, most most recently, uh, Alex Kalorn, uh missing a game, getting a game misconduct for that. But I mean, you, you just they need to be smart. You can't you can't give a team like the Dallas Stars any more advantage, especially when you're coming to that game uh, tired. But a goal like that in the first period, not a big deal. Maybe in the third period, even late second. Yeah, maybe we're we're having a different conversation about how, you know, Zach Bogosian could have handled himself in that situation. But really, I mean, first period, not a big deal, especially when you have Andre Vasilevsky in that. So, 
And the one thing we've spoken about throughout this whole run is that the Lightning's ability to really respond quickly um, early on in the game when they give up a goal early. So uh, we see it right here, maybe a couple of minutes later. Puck deflects off Yanni Gord and in after a Blake Coleman shot, tying the game. Um, the real key to this this play was uh, Ryan McDonough coming in. Uh, there was a little scrap along the boards. And Ryan McDonough uh, coming in deep and really pressuring the puck along the boards, freeing up uh, you know space over there and kind of getting the defender off the puck and passing it out to Blake Coleman. I mean, that was a big, big difference, and that's something that the Lightning really should play around with more. I mean, they obviously do, but they should. I think we should be seeing it. Every every possession when we go into the offensive zone, the the defenseman really coming in deep. Uh, we see it most notably with Victor Hedman really coming in the slot, in the circle. Uh, he's pretty much gotten a lot of his goals that way throughout this playoff run. So why not? Why not pressure them? Why not kind of have sort of that uh, you know that that puck side attack sort of mentality, especially when it, you're in you're in the offensive zone. I mean, why not? You know. Um, so maybe that's something to think about. Maybe Coach Cooper, since since uh, that game, has really maybe looked at the footage and really decided, you know, um, you know, that's something that definitely works for us. Let's let's go in and keep doing it until it doesn't work anymore. Um, I've been saying that this entire run, where you know the Lightning seem to kind of sometimes stray away from certain things that clearly work for them. Um, so we'll we'll see how they come out in tonight's game in Game Two. So you know. They go into the the first intermission tied at one. Really, not that big of a deal, you know. The that you know we could we could sit here and debate probably for the next thirty minutes as to maybe why and why not that Zach Bogosian, you know, how he mishandled himself in that situation, which clearly led to a goal. But you know what? You're coming. You're going into the first intermission tied. Uh, so it's really not that big of a deal, um, and you know the Lightning are are sitting even, and that's the best thing you could ask for, especially in the first first game and after the first period, as first twenty uh, minutes of the Stanley Cup Finals. Because I mean, we could this this period could have gone either way. I think. I mean, the Lightning could have gone out there, kept it close like they did, or we could have gone out there and gotten the doors blown off of us um think about it that way because sometimes especially you know it's one thing to play in a regular playoff game uh whether it's first round second round conference finals but playing in stanley cup finals is a whole different animal i mean we we all know that any hockey fan knows that who has been watching this game for whether it's you know five years or you know even a year now i mean you know regardless of the sport playing in the in the series or the game for the greatest prize in the sport, I mean, it takes on a different kind of attitude and it, it affects people different ways. So um, obviously that's going to be something that's going to be interesting to see going forward. Uh, the Lightning have a, a bunch of guys who are on the team that were on the team during the 2015 run in which, unfortunately, they lost to the Blackhawks. So there is a good amount of experience on this team, which does work in the Lightning's favor as opposed to the the stars have kind of like a mix you know they have some guys who have have been in the league for a while not necessarily have played in a finals but uh they obviously have uh Tyler Sagan who won a cup with the Boston Bruins back in 2011 so they do have that guy that they could kind of turn to as well um and probably some other guys who you know are right off the top of my head I can't really think of but yeah um it's it was definitely interesting to see 
how the game was going to go from that point, especially going tied into the second period. Um, the lightning, like I said, looked gassed. I wasn't honestly looking for big things from them in the game. I just think that uh, game one, not that big of a deal if you drop game one, um, but just going forward, you know, I just thought that some of the stuff they were doing, they like the shots weren't that high quality. Uh, Kadobin looks like he was really catching fire really quickly and early on in this game. So that was another thing. And yeah, the Lightning really, I thought they should have kept more of that pressure from uh, the defensemen in the offensive zone. Um, and there was also, I mean, there was, we could, we could talk about this for, you know, later on, but um, the Lightning just needed to keep applying pressure because the chances were there. Moving on to the second period. Uh, you know, I, like I stated earlier that, you know, the lightning just keep needed to play in their game. Uh, I thought that with a little bit more pressure from the defenseman, maybe cheating and coming a little bit more towards the high slot that would have been able to open up some things, uh, for guys down low as well. But, um, stars get off, uh, you know, to an early start in this, in this, in this period, Jamie Alexiak scores a goal after the lightning go through a number of long shifts. Now they, I believe they they killed uh, one or two penalties before this. Now we've spoken um, extensively throughout this whole run about how the Lightning uh, they've been living and dying by the PK, um, and that's you know for the most part they've really been doing a good job killing the penalty. But my issue with them taking all these penalties, obviously, is that guys are out there on the ice for a very long time, and that obviously you know you're already going into this game kind of gassed out from the last series you know the the lightning had one day off as opposed to the stars i believe clinched last tuesday so there really wasn't that much you know it was a very quick turnover um that the lightning had where they haven't really been used to that i mean they've every series thus far they've really uh have have been able to finish them the other team off early on so they have you know they had a week they had a week off going into the Islander series. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and for the rest of the series and, and make excuses about how the Lightning are tired and that's the reason why. I mean, you still got to go out there and play hockey. And this team is experienced enough to where they, they definitely could play hockey um, and be successful uh, while, you know, not being as, I guess you could, you know, to use a soccer term, fit as the other team. So, you know... Um, yeah, so the Lightning were just dogged on this, and it was one of those instances where after they killed the penalties and they were on these long shifts, the uh, the Stars were doing a very good job keeping the puck in the zone at most times. And, you know, it wasn't really a question if, if the Lightning weren't doing a good job. It was just the other team was better uh, in certain things, aspects of the game. So the Lightning, uh, the Stars go up 2-1, and the thing that was interesting, and, and you know, I spoke about it going into the preview of the series, is that the the Stars were kind of a very similar team to the Islanders. They don't take a lot of shots. They play more of a defensive-oriented kind of hockey, and they have a kind of more. They have more of a scoring by committee mentality as well. I mean, they've been having guys like um, Joel. Kivaranta, who who's been playing well, really really young player who's been who's been really making a name for himself throughout this run, as well as you know Jamie Ben, who 
who's really kind of had some somewhat of a resurgence throughout this run as well, you know, paired with very good goaltending, of course, uh, Anton Kadobin. We'll, we'll talk about him when we wrap things up. But um, the Lightning were outshot at this point, which you don't very see very often. Um, the, they were outshot 17-9, which, like I said, it, it's when, I, when they showed the graphic during the game, I was almost shocked uh, to see that. I was actually very shocked, you know, now that I think about it, just because... You know, you would have thought that the, you know, especially we talked at the top of the show that the Lightning outscored um, the Stars. I mean, they outshot the Stars 20, uh, 36 to 20. So, you know, being outshot 17 to 9, the Stars only take three shots for the rest of the rest of the game, which is pretty crazy if you think about it. I mean, considering they won this game, you know, usually the the way it goes is, you know, you take more shots, you're going to have a better chance of scoring more goals. That's just how it is. That's just the logic of hockey. But as, you know, having said that, there really isn't much logic when it comes to the game of hockey. We all know that because after a team sometimes score, uh, kills a long penalty, as we've often seen from this lightning team, um, the other, like, the other team would turn around and score score a goal right after you kill the penalty. It's just hockey is such a weird sport in that regard, uh, especially in this where um, I did state that you know even though the stars do not take a lot of shots, they do pick their chances, which often are very good scoring chances, as we saw in this game. Uh, a little later on, right after this goal, uh, you know the Lightning looked like they were just maybe a sequence or two away from scoring a goal. And then Dallas scar- scores once again from Joel Kivaranta, leads the rush, and his initial shot does deflect off of Mikhail Sergachev. I believe it was Sergachev that was in front. If it wasn't Sergachev, then it was maybe Chernak. But, um, and then he gets his own rebound and shoots it right past Vasilevsky. Now, they they did say, like right off the bat after the goal was scored, that that. It was a bad goal by Vasilevsky, and you know I always jump to Vasilevsky's defense right off the bat. I mean, he's such a great goaltender, and he doesn't often make many mistakes uh, when he's in the crease with the puck handling. That's a whole different story. Uh, if you've been a usual listener to this show, you know how um, kind of you know it's it kind of dangerous. Vasilevsky has been uh, been handling the puck uh, here and there, loose pucks and, you know, causing, uh, giving turnovers, uh, giving the puck right back to the defense. And so he, he needs to do a better job of that, but he didn't do that in this situation. Uh, they were, they were quick to say that he, uh, on the broadcast that he gave up a bad goal, looking at the replay a couple more times, especially right before we're recording this. Uh, yeah, he needs to make that. He makes, he needs to make, he needs to make that safe. Um, that's just, you know, but it's one of those things where he's just been so good this entire run um he hasn't really had a bad game um and he didn't really have a bad game in this one either i mean he he had seven 17 saves out of 20 shots uh or 20 or 19 so 16 but um he this was just a, a shot where right between his body and his and his glove and um yeah, it just goes in. I mean, there's nothing you could really do about it or say about it. Uh, you know, you know, the score doesn't exactly dictate how he played. He had 16 shots, uh, 16 saves out of 19. Uh, that's only a save percentage of 80.842. Uh, so, you know, not that good, but at the same time, didn't face a lot of shots. So you can't really fault him for that. Um, 
which I spoke about going into this series as well as, you know, the other key factor for the stars is that, is that Vasilevsky, you know, um, for him to get hot and to get him to get in the groove of things, he needs to face a lot of shots early on. And then he's pretty much, you know, perfect from there on until the end of the game. Whereas, you know, since the stars aren't exactly a high volume shooting team that works against him and, and the way he is, uh, as whereas Kadobin was just, you know, in it from the start, just because, you know, the lightning were a high score, you know, they're high shooting team. So of course he's going to be able to get in the groove of things and the swing of things a lot easier than as would maybe Vasilevsky. So, but he still needs, regardless of how many shots you face, he still needs to make that save. Um, I'm sure, you know, he was mad at himself afterwards, but uh, you know what? They're up 3-1 from there, and then, you know, it's pretty much uh, a done deal from there. Uh, the Dallas Stars end up scoring an empty netter close to the end of the game. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, disappointing outcome to the first game of the Stanley Cup Finals. Obviously, you want the Lightning to come out and kind of, you know, get the ball rolling and kind of, you know, at least take one to start off because they're obviously a team built on momentum. Uh, you know, I didn't think they played a particularly bad game. Like I said, I think that I really believe that this team was just tired. And I think, you know, maybe having another day off, I think especially, you know, coming in today's game, I think they're going to be uh, a lot better. I think you're going to see a huge difference and a totally different team in tonight in game two. And, you know, the one thing the Lightning can could have done uh, going into game one, which I'm sure they will, going into game two is maybe have themselves a Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever on the market, hands down. 18 amazing flavors, six new flavors. Uh, it's it's a great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. Uh, my favorite flavor is the toffee almond. Um, just one of those. It, it's it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. It's it's like they just throw whatever flavor you want, like the banana nut bread, another favorite of mine. You just throw the banana in there, covered in chocolate, boom, exactly what it tastes like, down to the T. Uh, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, uh, 5 grams of net carbs. Uh, these things are absolutely incredible. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN to get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN. At BuiltBar.com, you get $10 off your next order. So we're going to wrap things up today. Now, um, yeah, like I stated uh, just before uh, that, you know, it wasn't exactly a perfect beginning uh, to the series. But guess what? You know what? Where did we see this before? Oh, yeah, that's right. The Boston series. Lightning came into that Boston series pretty much under the same exact circumstances, right? Uh, they can't, They just finished off. A very tough physical series. And at that point, that was Columbus. But I'm talking about in the series as well. They came into this series. Tough physical series against the Islanders. Um, I think they had maybe a day or two off, I believe, before. Not as you know big of a deal in terms of you know the one day off. But uh, still, they came into this series. Uh, both lost game, game one. And look how the Boston series ended up. And, you know, I'm not trying to... Th- discount how good Dallas is I mean they're clearly a very good team we saw it in game one we've seen it throughout these playoffs um 
you know, after after game one, I, I kind of watched some of the highlights from them early on in this playoffs. And, you know, obviously them doing what they did against Colorado is, you know, not exactly a fluke. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're not a team to be taken lightly. But at the same time, if you look at what happened um, in throughout these playoffs, especially with the game one loss to Boston and this game one loss, um, I think Boston is really on paper probably a better team than Dallas, but I mean, the, what does that make Dallas? Da- what does that make Tampa? Considering they beat them, but I mean, it was just the right circumstance, right time, especially with this whole playoffs. That's a whole other podcast we could discuss on which you know how everything pretty much lucked out for the Lightning up until this point. But the one thing that the Lightning have done very well throughout this whole playoff run is really respond well in uh, follow-ups after losses. So expect Game 2 to be a very good game. Like I stated earlier, you're probably going to see a a complete 180 from the Lightning. Uh, The one thing that was really missing and I was really kind of hanging my hopes on uh, coming into Game 1 was the captain, Steven Stamkos. You know, I thought that Game 1 was kind of almost the ideal situation in which to bring him back. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not, I wasn't really saying that, you know, let's put him on the first line and he plays, you know, almost an entire game. No, I, I, I was suggesting maybe we put him on the second line, um, maybe limited, limited amount of, you know, shifts here and there. Obviously that would maybe mean that somebody gets left out, which you don't want to have, um, especially if you're going to, if he's not going to be able to play. Uh, full shifts and you know be a hundred percent but I just think that having stammer out there would have been sort of a maybe would have gotten in Dallas's heads a little bit that's just the thing I, I that's how I was looking at it uh, maybe if coach Cooper wants to play some head games um, or maybe have Stamkos come out for warm-ups and that's it um, but yeah I think that Stamkos really should have came back in game one um, there's no reason or nothing that I have heard thus far as to why he can't perform. Um, I don't know if it's just a matter of maybe the trainers or the coaching staff maybe not ready to rush him back. But look at it this way. where When is going to be the good time to bring him back? Game th- tonight? I don't, I have, I'm recording this at 10, 10 a.m., I haven't heard anything thus far as or even, you know, over the last day or so as to when we might hear uh, if Steven Stamkos might come back or might see Steven Stamkos come back, actually. Um, game three, I, I mean, I don't know when, you know, because this team needs him now. I, and I'm not saying he's going to come back and the Lightning are going to end up scoring five goals every game. No, that's not probably what's going to happen. If they come back, if, if he comes back and, you know, they, they have that huge, huge upspike in production, okay, yeah, we might be sitting here and wondering ourselves why it took so long for him to come back. But, um, you know, I trust this coach. Obviously, Coach Cooper has done a great job, um, you know, throughout this whole playoff run, uh, being able to pull certain strings at the at the right time. Um, I just think that, you know, if you're going to, if there was ever a time to play all your cards and leave it all on the table, uh, especially, you know, with your, one of your best players and your franchise player, I think this is the right time. Um, I think that would provide just a huge boost for your team and morale, uh, for them to have 91 out there. Um, hopefully he comes back. I don't think he's going to come back tonight. Uh, if anything, see him probably skate on the ice maybe for game three 
Um, and yeah, I mean, if he's not going to come back for at least game three, they shouldn't bring him back at all. Um, but yeah, I that's just how I feel about it. I'm sure Lightning fa- fans will feel a s- little differently about that. Obviously, I want to see Stamkos play. Um, and yeah, like I said, I think his presence, whether it's just on the bench or you know on the ice for a shift here and there, uh, will definitely provide a huge morale boost for this team as a whole and definitely free things up for for them um, going forward. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Talk to you later next week.